Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to Sarcastic Remarks. I am Chris, followed by my brother James, and boy howdy, Joe Pavelski is a great hockey player. <laughs> the Stars win tonight against Montreal. Final score five to two. The stars blow this game out of the water. James, how are you doing after that win? I'm I'm doing great. That was yeah. wonderful. It was wonderful. And you know, first initial thoughts. The first other than the Toronto game, all the games this season have been so stress-free compared to last year. Every That's single so game true. was so stressful. So more games like this. It has to be good for my mental health. But anyway, let's get right into the game. So starting off in the first period, the Stars pretty much coming out swinging. They're in charge the whole 15 minutes, the whole first 15 minutes of that game. Uh, About four minutes in, Stars will get a power play goal by Joe Pavelski. Crazy, disgusting backhand into the cookie jar. I mean, there's no stopping that. Great goal by Joe Pavelski from Jamie Benn and Robertson. What would you think about it, James? Yeah. I mean, we've seen Pavs roof it like that before, but he caught this pass, f- then flipped the puck on end by himself, and then roofed it. Like, that was sick. I've All never in half seen a second. That. Yeah. All in half a second. It was, it was ridiculous. It was like split second decision. The goalie didn't even know where it went. It just, poof, gone. Yeah. It's in your net. The guy's amazing. So the Stars, even beyond that goal, continue to push this whole first part of the period. Uh, it finally, this whole game was like ebbs and flows throughout the first two periods. The Stars had a lot of momentum, switched back to the Canadians who got a lot of momentum, switches back to the Canadians for probably the last seven minutes of the game uh, of that period, maybe. And then a goal by Mike Hoffman, actually, on yeah. the fourth line for the Canadians. He scores a goal from Evans and I, I forget how to say Wi-Fi's name, but Wi-Fi. And he was, he was all over the ice for the Canadians today. Uh, good bounce back goal for them. Really got the crowd back into it. Did you see this goal, James? What did you think about it? 
Uh, yeah, I did. This this came off of Johnston uh, missing that that slap shot in the top end of the offensive zone. It gets picked off instantly, and it's just a rush the other way. I mean, so, sometimes you'll get whiffs like that, or you'll shoot it off of another defenseman, and th- that that's how they got that rush, and they scored on it. Yep. So the Stars pretty much hold on for the end of the first period, just try and get to intermission. They do get to that intermission, and right out of the second period, we're going to keep doing it because we like the name of the line. The Minutemen strike again. <laughs> Joe Pavelski, the second goal of the night from Rope Hintz, not even 20 seconds into the second period. Tell us about that goal. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, I, I don't understand how they keep doing it. It doesn't they, make they, sense. It, it's, it doesn't. They constantly score in the first minute or the last minute of, of any period. It doesn't matter which one. They're a threat when you put them on the ice in the closing minutes of the period or the opening minutes. They're, they're just they're able to get moving immediately. They're they're always ready for puck drop. And it's recognized and also, by DeBoer too because they start every period and they almost yeah. end every period as well. It's yeah, it's they weird. they just they know how to get going fast and they know how to keep going. It's yeah. it's a lot of fun to watch and it makes it 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 makes it fun for spectators because you you have to be in your you have to be in your seat watching the game before the period even starts. <laughs> Otherwise, you're gonna miss a goal. Get in your seats, boys. Get in your seats. Uh. The second period is really where that ebbs and flows is what I was talking about. So right after the Pavelski goal, Canadians respond with a couple of really good shifts. Uh, they draw a penalty. This is the second one of the night that is taken away by a penalty of the Canadians' own when they're on the power play. Following that, four-on-four chance, the Stars get another power play goal, this time by Jason Robertson with some beautiful passing, looking just like the first three games of the season on the power play. Tic-tac-toe. Jamie Ben with a second assist on that one. Pavelski with his third point already. This is Jason Robertson's second point on the night on this goal as well. This has to be one of the prettiest goals of the season so far. Yeah, I mean that this is why we call that line the Avengers line too. It's I mean, they they make it seem easy at times. Yeah. It it looks like the puck just goes right through the defenders on the other team. That goal is definitely one of them and then obviously Jason Robertson is the guy who executes on our team yeah. and he just takes care of his business. I mean, what a great shot. It was easy. Then lots of ebbs and flows throughout the second period. Can't believe more more goals weren't scored. And there was four goals in the second period. It felt like there should have been so many more, but a while goes by probably a whole 10 minutes is what it looks like here until Wi-Fi gets a goal. Seeing eye shot from the blue line. This was when the stars actually had more momentum and it felt like they were just running downhill Against the grain of play, Wi-Fi shoots one from the point, finds its way in. Otter was a little bit screened. W- w- what did you think about this goal, James? It's a little bit weird. Yeah. I mean, it, it was the first weird one that we've seen Otter let in on the season. Honestly, that's fine. I mean, he's he's going to start letting in more. This was the first night he let in two goals. It It's not a problem if we keep scoring like we have been. Yeah, and, and he's still fantastic. I mean, you said it. Yeah, this he, is was, his worst he was still game. great. And he allowed two goals on yeah. what was it 34 shots so yeah he's still outstanding let's go ahead and give, give his stats before we don't give him credit like we have been recently 941 save percentage 32 saves on 34 shots perfect on the penalty kill guy's nuts love him yeah so that one goes in weird i think he could have had a chance on it i think he didn't work around the screen very well but it was still screened and, and it was he still got a piece of it too even so yeah 
just a weird play overall, in my and, opinion. And it, it was very, very minor, but he did seem a little bit less confident than he did in the Jets game, in my opinion. But, I mean, that could just be because game to game it changes. I, I think the big thing there was the rebounds. I think he was giving up a little bit more rebounds, uh, like juicier ones, because he does give up rebounds, but he, like, pushes them out a lot, you know, yeah, instead normally. of eating them up. But, uh, I obviously, we, we both still think he was fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, Wi-Fi scores that goal. Stars respond pretty well to that goal with a couple of good shifts of their own. Then in the dying embers of that second period, Jamie Ben gets down deep into the zone against Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is all over the ice this game. Uh, starts roughing people up, distracts everybody in the Canadians stadium looking at Jamie Ben, and oh, there's Esselindell, two shots and he scores. So Esselindell yeah. with his first of the season and the last member of the Finnish Mafia to need a goal. And he finds mm-hmm. it. So the Finnish Mafia is now all on the board. They're scary, guys. They're scary. <laughs> yeah, we got to start getting some Finnish flags out into the AAC. That would be hilarious. So Esselindell from Tide to Landria. This one, like I said, it was strange. It was like it was three on three for about 10 seconds. And we, he figures out how to put a puck in the net. Probably one of five goals for Esselindell on the season. But it was perfect timing because this completely, this ended the game essentially. For the Canadians, yeah. all the windows out of the sails. Start of the third period was just kind of drag. Yeah, and, and that ends and it that's, pretty much. And and that's what's strong about our the Minutemen too is because when you score goals like this in the in the first minute and the last minutes of the period, it it hangs over into the next period, and it hangs mm-hmm. over for. And if you score at the beginning, it it lasts the entire period. I mean, those goals are so strong. So that's really that that's why that that line is as good as it is. Yeah, it's it's the big momentum swings is what it is. And hockey is definitely more than any other sport is a game of momentum. And like you said, those first and last minute goals really shift momentum huge. Third period overall, kind of wide open, not a whole lot of try from either team. Pavelski nets the hat trick on a really weird play. Just go watch the goal. I still don't know what really yeah. happened. It, it, it just <laughs> magneted back to him. I mean, yeah. there's two defenders coming back. They tried to break it up and it just kind of, the puck just ended back up on his stick, and he just the hockey shot guys it. were just like, "You're getting a hat trick." Sorry, Pavelski. <laughs> yeah, it was. I don't it care. was crazy. It, it it seemed like he just had one of those nights where it's just like, "Okay, here, take it. It's yours." Yeah. So Pavelski ends the night three goals and an assist, four point night, unbelievable, crazy game by Pavelski. James, I'm gonna give you the the softball pitch. Who is your biggest winner of the night? My biggest winner is Joe Pavelski because he's Pavelski. amazing. He's so he's good. He's 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 the oldest person on our team, and he has three goals and one assist on the night. A four-point night for a 38-year-old. Yeah, it's just – it's exceptional. And we keep it's saying not fair. at some point, age is going to win. It always wins. So when is it going to win? Not, not I yet. I thought it was going to be this year. <laughs> I thought he was going to be 10, 20 points off his pace from last year. It doesn't look like it. He was the best player on the ice by a mile. And he just, it's its crazy. I don't understand. I don't understand how he does it. He, it, it he's better in Dallas than he was in San Jose. And he's it, it doesn't make any older. Sense. He's 37, 38. He's 38. He's an old man. He's got, he, he has kids and he's still doing this crap. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. It's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. 
New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. There's a lot of matchups that are going to be coming up this season. I'm really looking forward to the Central Division. It looks like there's going to be about six teams out of the eight that I think have a pretty good shot of making the playoffs. So I'm really interested to see how the Central Division goes out there. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh, I'll, I'll give you my biggest winner. I'm going to give it to Jamie Benn. I feel a little conflicted on this. He had a good game. He was very all over the ice. Two assists, two points. Um, he somehow the first points ends, of, the, of the year. First points of the year, which is very important for him to get. He ends the game somehow with a minus one still. So he's still on the ice for... That doesn't seem right. No, that doesn't make sense. What are that you talking about? That's NHL? wrong. That stat's wrong. We're ignoring That's, that, that stat has to now. Be wrong. Either way, <laughs> it must be even. I don't know. Doesn't Either matter. Way, he was on the ice for both of the opposing goals. Don't love that. Um, I think his... a lot of that, though, came from him playing with Johnston and Delandre. I mean, that's a young line. Yeah. They're going to make mistakes. And that's why, that's that's what happened on one of those goals tonight. I mean, Definitely. Johnston just whiffed on the shot. Definitely. And that's where I always say plus minus kind of fails. Yep. Um, but other than that, five shots on goal, the first period, especially, it was amazing that he didn't score in the first period. That took an act of God. Uh, two hits, some huge hits, and a 69, nice faceoff percentage. He was really, really good all night long. I loved, loved his play. Really impactful. Even if it wasn't goals, it was assists, and it was just the physicality that he brought in the game was that's our captain right there is what it is. That's yeah. what we need Jamie Ben to be. Yeah. We, we, we finally saw our captain after two years. <laughs> it's been two years. <laughs> He's back. But I saw a good point by Saad Yusuf on Twitter. He was like, if we can get this Jamie Ben just every three to five games, we'll be happy. We'll take it. And that's kind of what we're looking for. We're looking for him to, to take over a couple games like this. And it, it that, that would be great. That's all we really want from, uh, from Jamie Ben. Uh, mm-hmm. James, you have a biggest loser tonight, or you want me to go ahead and I give I do mine? have a biggest loser. I wonder who it is. My biggest loser is Yanni Hockenpah. Yes. Stop taking penalties. Stop it. Yeah. Don't I, don't don't put your stick in their skates. Don't do that. I mentioned it Stop. earlier in the season. Everyone else, everyone else did so good. Everyone yeah. else did so good tonight not taking penalties. And Hockenpah was just like, poke, poke, poke. I'm like, dude, please. Yeah. So Hockenpah gets it's the fine. hat trick of penalties. Three, I think they were all <laughs> tripping penalties too. Uh, no one was high sticking. Oh. But they, they're all stick infractions. It's three stick infraction penalties. I mean, we are fine with Hockenpah taking penalties, but we don't want stick infraction penalties from anyone. That's yeah, not what I, you want. I said that earlier in the season that I'm fine with him taking a couple more penalties, but like you said, the stick infraction, no. He needs to be using his body anyway. He's the biggest yes. guy in the ice. If it's manhandled. If it's like a roughing or like a boarding, you're going to take some of those. I mean, you still don't want to, 
But if yeah. if he's hitting like he should be, he's gonna get some of those. Yeah. But you, you cannot do the stick infractions. You just can't. Overall, still nah. very happy with the year Yanni Hockenpah started with. This yes. game was not good. He just needs to put it behind him. Overall, just yep. forget about this game. Keep moving. Um, another big thing we need to talk about: power play, fantastic. Two for three on the night. None of them were full power plays. So two for three, no, no. no full two minute power plays. Fantastic. And then on the other side, 0 for 4 for Montreal on power plays. So 4 for 4 on the penalty kill for the Stars. Again, I think two of those weren't full power plays. Still very good. We've only allowed two power play goals the whole season with the abundance of penalties that we've taken. Yeah. It's been great. So special teams has been fantastic. Uh, we I actually saw before the season started, uh, we have our forward coach and he runs the power play and we have our defensive coach and he runs the penalty kill, which is different from what it was last year. Last year we had a forward coach, a defensive coach, and then we had a special teams coach that obviously didn't work very well at all last year. Really liking the system that we got going on this year. It's obviously working very well. The the stars are doing great. I mean, overall, Uh, James, do you have any other things you really want to add to the after game uh, review tonight. You didn't give your biggest loser, but I'll say something else. Mm. Uh, I didn't like Gurianov switching with Delandria. That annoyed me. Mostly because Delandria has looked good and he's looked like he's had a lot of chemistry with Sagan and Marchment. And I, I don't know why you would split that up unless you're like trying to find a different third line that can actually score. I'll play devil's advocate tonight. I'll play devil's advocate there. I think Gurianov works better on that second line i think it matches the style a little bit more as a faster bigger more aggressive line i think he fits that slot a little bit bigger better than delandria does um you always talk about delandria kind of gets pushed around sometimes especially on the boards gurianov that doesn't really happen as much in my opinion yeah Um, that's true so that's what i think it would be and you also want to get gurianov going i mean he's still making three million dollars this is a guy who needs to score points and he hasn't done it the problem is he's just not doing it and yeah. that, that like and and now he's getting second minute or second line minutes and he's still he's i mean he has looks but he's not scoring he's not scoring he's not getting assists and with it with switching the lantry off the light off the that second line tonight thank goodness our first line was on all cylinders because mm-hmm. they because i mean pavelski had four points that's that's how we won tonight it's first line yep for sure definitely agree yeah we it, that's and that's a tough that's a tough thing to, to call is like is it worth giving Grant of more time to try and get him going or is it worth just taking what we have with Delandria? I mean Delandria again tonight gets another point with the assist on the Lindell yeah. goal, so he's still playing great even on that third line. So yeah, and there was it, a tough there was say. a point in between line changes where Delandria made like a great pass to Marchment in line changes while they were in the offensive zone. I was like that like that's why I want him on the second line. He just he he seems to know where. Sagan and Marchman are going to go all the time. I, I think it's the right chemistry. I'd like to see them back too. Like I said, that was devil's advocate by me. But yeah, I think Del- Delandria is, is better suited on that second line as well. We'll see what happens though. Um, it's tough to do anything bad right now if you're the stars. I mean, this is, this is game five points in every single game. H- how many points do we have this, this year so far? We have seven points. Seven points already through five games. Four wins, one overtime loss. Or that's nine. Sorry. Oh, nine points. With with today's win, we have nine points. Yeah. So that's a crazy start. That's a crazy just start. To crazy the red hearts, red hot start. 
Yes. And this is against and we're the in team. Canada. <laughs> we didn't talk about Montreal a lot. This is against a Montreal team that's off to a red hot start, too. I mean, 3 0 at home to start the season, right? And we just come into the barn and blow them out of the water, really. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they, they, they have had a good good start but i mean it's still it still feels like it's the montreal canadians i mean they're not going to be the bottom feeders of their division anymore but they're they're still not going to be great in my opinion this team offensively reminds me of like a a a toronto light like they just have two lines that can do what (laughs) toronto does so they're all or nothing we're gonna win by seven or we're gonna lose by six and that's what it is and i feel like that's what we saw tonight and some exciting players on the Canadians too. They're definitely not going to yeah. be the bottom of their of the division. I think they might even be fighting for a wild card if things go right for them, and if Jake yeah, Allen I mean, plays as good as he's been playing. But, their division is yeah. still crazy, though. I mean, that's it the that's the hard. Toronto, Florida, Tampa Bay t- division. I mean, those four you think are going to be a lock, and with how good Boston has started this year, goodness, mm-hmm. it looks like a good division. Totally agree. So I guess I didn't give my biggest loser. Biggest loser. I'm gonna give it to. Oh wait, I forgot who it was. Uh, I think. Ah, oh, dang it. I think it was. Uh, Caulfield kept getting knocked around all night by the stars. Big hits all over the ice by the stars, and I loved that. Mason Marshman threw a huge hit. Uh, freaking what's his face through a couple Glenn Glenn Denning through some massive Denning has thrown some massive hits in the beginning of the season man he's all over the place he seems to be loving that fourth line that's just constantly hitting all the time the the fourth line has been so our depth guys have been really fantastic actually yeah Uh, let's give some shout outs to them real quick Glenn Denning has a great night not great on the faceoff dot but just the physicality that he showed all game long was fantastic and he's probably got the he's got 33% on faceoff. That's probably because he was on the wing and he's coming in second and he can't yeah. take a penalty on those. So you have to be less aggressive. That's probably what it is. Roddick Foxa, 60% faceoffs on the night. Uh oh, I forgot to mention uh Glenn Denning's shorthanded time. Two minutes of shorthanded time for Glenn Denning, two minutes of shorthanded time for Foxa. Uh Foxa gets a shot on goal. Then we go down to delay. If we go to Delandria, Delandria 50% face off percentage. I think he just, just went for two. Um, yeah. two minutes shorthanded time on ice. His he's been starting our shorthanded yes. on, on our penalty kills recently. He's been very good on that. Even Kivy Ronza tonight, he is one of the leaders on time on ice for the stars tonight. 1441, two minutes and 14 seconds shorthanded time. Yeah, I mean, it, these depth guys have just been really good for us, really solid. And we even saw goals from them last game, too. So just Overall, stars are doing fantastic. This is a this is getting back to the way we played the first three games after the Toronto game. Really, even the Toronto game, we just lost the rhythm because of all the penalties. This is the Dallas Stars that we should expect moving forward, especially if we don't take so many penalties. And that just seems like that's our kryptonite. James, when is the next Stars game? The next Stars game is on Monday. It's in Ottawa. It's at the same time, 6 o'clock. And then the game after that is... That's the first game of a back-to-back. So we got three games and four nights. You know when that game? Uh, no, let me pull it up real quick. The second game is. Yeah. Sorry, I really, I really just pulled. So that then we bad. play. Then we play Tuesday in Boston at six, and then yeah. on Thursday we play back in Dallas against Washington seven thirty start. Yeah, lots of hockey coming up. We'll probably see Wedgwood in one of the next two. I expect we'll see Wedgwood in this first game, honestly, because I kind of want Otter for the Bruins because the Bruins have been 
firing, man. They're they look deadly right now. But we'll we'll see we'll see what they decide. I think either way we'll be fine as long as mm-hmm. we can stay well, out of the penalty box. Yeah, they've both been great. Yeah, <laughs> just stay out of the penalty box. It seems like we win every single game. So we'll wrap it up here tonight, guys. Stars win five to two against the Red Hot Montreal Canadiens. We'll see y'all back on Monday at six p.m. GG boys, James, take us out.